you know, I'll service anybody. Hello and welcome to episode number 43 of Unrelenting. It's September 23rd, 2022. Yeah, it's the second Unrelenting of the week. Wow. Can people handle that, Gene? Well, I didn't realize it was the second of the week. Well, yeah, we did one on Monday. Oh, well, I, yeah, I guess. That's true. That's true. So, so technically, that's same true. Week. <laughs> that's true. Technically. Yes, but that same. was just a uh, one off. This is back to normal. Back to a normal Friday. And I have yeah. to say, <laughs> I, now. Am, I am uh, I'm agitated. I am uh, pissed off and remembering why. I hate eBay. Oh, remind me. Well, well, in this case, it was because I sold a modem on eBay. A modem? A modem. Because, you know, a year For or what? so ago. Who would buy that? That's crazy. People buy modems. And I always mm. bought my own modem up until the point that Xfinity basically extorted me. Oh, into, cable modem. I thought you meant that an actual modem. No, a cable modem. Yes, I should say. Okay. Because I, who, right. Who's buying? Hey, it's a 336. Uh, I know. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like, wait a minute. You too can connect to 1983 by. Uh, uh, it's 56K, man. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. 80, well, yeah, 83 would have been more like 300 to 1200 bought, right? I mean, that was about. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. 1200. In, yeah. 83 would have been 1200. 24, I think, was mid 80s late 80s yeah 24 we already had that in 87 for sure but i'm not sure when that came out so i mean with comcast slash xfinity the extortion scheme to get people to lease one of their modems because i had always purchased the cable modem sure the extortion came to well you could lease our modem for 15 dollars, and we'll include unlimited data which we normally charge 50 dollars for so you can either keep your own modem and spend $50 a month extra for unlimited data, or you could use our modem for $15 and the unlimited data is included. So, of course, I went to their modem and I'm like, well, I'm, there's no reason to keep this thing just sitting around in the cabinet. So I listed it on eBay. It was purchased. I shipped it out the same day. The woman got it in two days. And then I get modem won't get past receiving and i'm like what the hell does that mean modem won't get past receiving so i went through the whole thing like well well you need to hook it up you know you need to plug it in you need to hook Mm -hmm. it up to the coax from your cable and then you need to call your cable company and give them the mac address so i can activate it i did that it won't get past receiving and i'm like "Mm, who's your cable company blue ridge so i look up blue ridge and they support all of three Doxis 3.1 cable modems. <laughs> this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop this bitch from reporting it to eBay as a defective item that wasn't as described. So we're, we're going through the process now. She then canceled it with her credit card, which is the, the portion that we're at right now. I just sent her another mm-hmm. email. Like I told the credit card company exactly what I'm telling you. You are dishonest. You bought something that is not supported by your internet service provider, 
And now you're trying to get me to end up taking the hit because that's the bullshit with this. If eBay forces you to take it back, you have to pay the return shipping. You've already Mm -hmm. paid shipping going out. So at this point, that was like 10 bucks each way. It's like, well, fuck that. I don't want it even back at that point because I'm, you know, it was a $60 purchase that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you got like 30 bucks from eBay for. Yeah. You know, so this is the actual joke with this. And I just don't know. And I'm not saying I'm a completely vindictive prick or anything, but looked up her name, found her immediately. Mm -hmm. And on her LinkedIn page, it says she speaks three languages. Because at first I was wondering, you know, is this just somebody who doesn't understand English Mm -hmm. and all of that? But it's like, well, no, you're not that stupid. When it's like I sent her the link to Blue Ridge Cable and like, here's what they support. This is not one of them. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make it defective. I would have been happy. If she'd have been like, well, I'll ship it back on my dime and give me a refund of everything short of the shipping Mm. would have been happy with that. But no, that's not how fucking people operate anymore. People are dicks. So I just wanted to uh, to vent on that a bit. Mm. Because really, eBay does not seem to protect sellers at all. It's kind of like, buyer said it's defective. Yeah, well, what uh, what businesses of theirs? I guess you collected money through them. Correct. That's the problem. See, when you collected money through PayPal or some other service, it is none of eBay's business, whether it's defective or not. Yeah. And now now they're in control of the money. So they just pull it right back out of your account. Well, this is the interesting thing because it is literally, well, this one has, this was so quick that eBay had never actually paid out on it because it takes eBay a couple of days to pay out. Oh, okay. So it's not like we ever got it, but that was, it used to be PayPal and I got it because there was always, well, you could, you could sue eBay. Yes. With PayPal, there was always a balance where they can take it from eBay, their new system. They just deposit this shit directly into your checking account, which I, you it's, gave them your checking account. Oh my God. The only way you can Why sell would you stuff. use eBay. I mean, at this point, what's well, the point at this point? Probably not. Cause there's, that's where the eyeballs are. I mean, that's still. What are the options are they, other than though, eBay? I, the only place I've sold shit lately has been on Craigslist. Is that still around? Uh, way more eyeballs than eBay. Interesting. Now People you, actually show up and pick stuff up. Well, yeah, I see. I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather deal with that than packing it up and driving it to the post office. Fuck that shit. Well, the post office will pick shit up at your house, too. But the point there is still the only way to go is to do something like crypto payments that people can't just jack it back. But people are dicks. That's the main thing. I it's mean, like you, used to just be, you used to just make sure that right on there, it says all sales final. Well, it does. And you can still choose. That's the hilarious part of eBay's fucking policies is that you can still list an auction as no returns, but that does not yep. exempt it from uh, defective, not as uh, described. And that's what all these fucking assholes do when they right. have buyer's remorse. They never admit. Uh, I'm a fucking reject who ordered something that I can't use. No, it's uh, it was defective. Mm-hmm. People are assholes. Uh, That's the bottom line here. People are assholes. Yeah, well, this people is, buying you should certainly are. This is breaking news. People are assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How old are you? You just discovered this? <laughs> I'm like, at least it's good show content. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yes, I feel like we're on planet rage now. Kind of. 
It would be a good rage. I might have to. I might have to research. I might have to, I might have to recycle the whole rage for that. Is it right? It is. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll see what happens over the weekend, if anything. Uh, but I thought it was interesting because it seems that eBay had opened up the dispute, and it was immediately closed because the bitch didn't even want to deal with eBay. She just went to her credit card, and I think once you go to the credit card, eBay's like, "Well, we can't do anything." Because she's keeping payment from us now. So once it goes. Well, no, once it goes to the credit card, you absolutely can do something. In fact, if something is not defective, uh, then the credit card company will uh, not only will they still charge the person, but uh, they're going to lower their not their credit score, but essentially they're going to give them one of a limited number of you lie, bitch. Yes. Which uh, is what comments I'm, in there, which is what I'm hoping. I actually think I might be better off now that she went to the credit card. But here was the craziest thing to me because it went to the credit card. Mm-hmm. eBay gives you a page that says, well, you have the ability to respond, which, of course, mm-hmm. I did explaining exactly what happened when you're good to go hopefully we'll see where this goes but i feel bad for anybody that is not tech savvy in the least because the ebay system the way this was set up to get your case to the credit card company Mm -hmm. they accept one uploaded file that is a jpeg or a png file Mm -hmm. you have not even a pdf no so you have to make your case in one image file that's under 1.5 megabytes, which isn't hard unless you're including photographs. Mm-hmm. But I know my parents wouldn't know how to do this. Would most people know? Well, I have to go into some kind of text editor. I have to go into even Microsoft Word, whatever it is, type out the well, case and then save it to an image file. That is goofy. But also <clears throat> those same people wouldn't know how to set up a cable modem. I would agree with that. And that was she kept coming back with my my cable company told me to buy a Doxus 3.1. I'm like, well, this is a Doxus 3.1. But again, look at their list. It's not there. Mm-hmm. No, no, this is what they told me to buy. So it must be defective. I don't know why she mm-hmm. sounds like Joe Walsh, but in my mind, she does. Yeah, she sounds retarded. Yeah, kind of. Well, then that's the that's kind of what I was getting from her until I looked her up and found her LinkedIn and said she works for a medical billing company and speaks three languages as a translator. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm well, if you were really vindictive, me. you would then uh, figure out how to get a procedure done that's built through that billing company <laughs> and then claim that it was billed incorrectly. And the employee that helped you was this person. Yeah. And you're going to be filing a class action lawsuit against the company unless they fire her. Not a bad idea. I, I mean, mean, if you were vindictive, right. not most people wouldn't go to the trouble to that but, length to recover. But, what's but I gonna, do know a few people that would. Well, I mean, it, basically, you can for $60. That's pretty much worth making her life a complete ruin at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, just admit you're being the asshole. That's all. I would have taken the return as long as you would have paid return shipping on it. I would have even mm-hmm. taken the hit on the shipping going out, the 10 bucks, and call it a life lesson. I mean, when I bought stuff that didn't work on eBay, I was pissed, but I just threw it away. Yeah, well, that's way. And, and if you realize 
I mean, if it one, if it's totally defective and you got scammed, that's one thing. But if you realize you made the mistake, then what a rational person does is just relist it on eBay themselves and get what they can for it. Sell mm-hmm. it to somebody else because it's a functioning working item. If you were willing to pay the yeah. 60 bucks, somebody else will too. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, that's the whole thing. It's like, just, oh no, it's, it's not, it's not functioning. It's like, uh, no, but I mean, I'm hoping that whoever gets this image file mm-hmm. at the credit card can read it and go, well, yeah, this is obvious what happened because yeah. with, I included all of the correspondence with the woman and the minute mm-hmm. she said her cable company was blue Ridge, one that I had never heard of. But once I looked it up, it was like, well, here's their list. I found their list of supported modems within like five seconds. This modem's not on there. That's why it's not working. And by the way, there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to support any Doxus 3.1 modem. They're clearly just trying to make it super simple for themselves by only supporting a few brands. Right. Well, because with the cable modems, again, I'm not. But also, I can't believe you're selling something that cheap. I've thrown away every cable modem because it's just not worth fucking with. Yeah, I had I another one. I had another one that was selling for like 15 bucks on eBay and that's it there it mm-hmm. gets thrown out or it gets donated there's a little resale shop here so if somebody can buy it for five bucks and be happy with it supports the local animal shelter i feel good my wife and i have dropped off carloads of stuff all well okay not all but i would say 90. i'm gonna start shipping stuff to you right you can just take it to so you can it. drop it off of your local shop because i throw shit like that in the trash it's a good idea i mean that's it, mm-hmm. again it's uh we had carloads because about 90 percent of the stuff that I got for free on Amazon to do a review of about 90% of that went to this place. That's like mm-hmm. not worth selling. And my yep. cutoff is always like 50 bucks. I'm like, if it's under 50 bucks, the hassle of selling it on eBay is not worth it. This was slightly higher. <laughs> this was 60 bucks. I got burned. You see, man, I, I'm, I'm at like 200. I need to raise that level. I do. Yeah, you do. And because again, you get no good vibes out of it. It's like you're just trying to help somebody out and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I can save you some money. This is a good product. I just don't need it. Yeah. But then, then again, it comes right back to people are dicks and you can't even rationally have a conversation with you them. You could it's also like, try selling it on um, Amazon. There is that. I don't know if use. that's a data use. Then, of course, you have like Facebook Marketplace and all of this. I don't yeah. like any of the well, Amazon wouldn't charge you 10 bucks to ship it back. They just tell the person, don't bother shipping it back. They would be like, take some and then money. you're just out there. My right. Forget about it. Yeah, That's how it works in the Amazon land. Now, for hey, things- so uh, speaking of Amazon, oh, uh, you have your products on Amazon now. I just paid the last chunk of the money. Ooh, what a segue this is last night to your to your handlers or to Amazon. You have to pay to like be an to- Amazon. You have to like <laughs> rent space from them. How does that Neither. work? To China. Oh, so you said, okay. And, uh, not Russia, you're not I, buying this stuff direct from Moscow. No, this is not coming from Moscow. No. And, uh, got the, the nose. So I'm getting each, each box is about 60 pounds and I'm getting 14 boxes coming in. That's like a pallet. So I'm like, yay. Time to make some space in the garage, I guess. I was saying, wait, this is coming directly from China to your house. You're not just dropping this right to Amazon. You have to process oh, no, no, this no, no, at no. home. I no, this is all a learning opportunity. So it's the first product I'm doing on Amazon. So, and and by the way, Amazon will not accept 
large quantities when it's a brand new product, they're probably going to at best take one box of this stuff. They're like, and then yeah, as the sales start coming in, then they're going to ramp that up. So you're going to be running a little business right out of your garage. It's going to be a little uh, mom and pop shop. Yeah, I'm going to be selling. Yeah, exactly. Papa Nuclear tax supplies out of the garage. That's a That'll good idea. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Gene's Nuclear Attack Emporium. <laughs> Are you selling radium or uh, ditch your stuff while or? it's hot? Very hot. Not hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You usually sell it out of your trunk then, not your garage if it's hot. Oh, well, you know. Drive up the, and down Yeah, the it'll be in the garage in the trunk. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I, all kidding aside, I do have to make some space because I'm like, shit, man, I didn't think it'd be that many boxes, but I guess it is. You have a bumper sticker on your car now that says honk if you're a prepper? That no, that's a good, bu- I bet you somebody sells that already. <laughs> that sounds like exactly the kind of bumper sticker you'd, you'd see. And they honk and then you're like, well, let's pull over. I got some stuff. Mm-hmm. You can buy it right here, right now out of my. Hey, how much water Lexus. you got in the car? How, you, how many days of water are you carrying on you? Right. You got to be in prepared. The it's, it's the prepper equivalent of a challenge coin. All right, how many gallons of water you got in here in the car? I got 64 gallons. Oh, you win. Fuck. You are going to have an interesting experience. So I can feel this with this. Amazon oh, it'll thing. be fun. I'm looking forward. And remember, this is just the first product. There's a whole slew. Are you, how many SKUs are coming in? This is one SKU. Uh, this is all one SKU. Okay. So it's an easy then with Amazon. Is somebody else selling this on Amazon? Will you, will just add this onto a page or is this going to be a nope. whole, this will be branded yep. under your mm-hmm. nice, which is the way to go. Yep. Because otherwise you're competing on price with every moron on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Now, luckily, this is a I've got a business partner um, who's never done anything on Amazon either. But well, this is going to work uh, out really well. Then I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, the cool thing is. At least there's somebody going to be kind of paying attention to some stuff. Yeah. Now. When you so, first want to list this item, what is the procedure you have to go through with Amazon to be a seller? Is this just a really quick sign up online and you're done? Or is it more in, uh, invasive as far as what they want from you, as far as ID and social security numbers and all oh, that? Oh, there's other? plenty of stuff they want. Yeah, absolutely. Because they got to do business. They want to know who they're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see how that goes, because as we've talked about, we know they'll take a certain amount. And if that doesn't turn over, then they're not they're not happy after something like 30 days. If the stuff is still sitting there like it hasn't sold. Yeah, it's more than 30 days, but they will not just hold your shit forever indefinitely. That's for sure. And that's why they also start off on new products with small quantities. And then see how that sells. And then as the, the, I guess it's called, uh, velocity of sales. Once that picks up, then, um, you know, they'll, they'll accept more stuff. The ideal obviously is to be able to do direct ship, but I think I mentioned this to you previously. Maybe I didn't, maybe I was talking with my other co-host about this. Uh, but, um, uh, the one thing I'm doing a little differently on this is I'm getting the product airship. So I'm getting 14 boxes of 60 pounds each airship. That's a little more expensive than putting it on. A oh, it's a lot ship. more expensive. Oh, it's goddamn! It's more expensive. Are you kidding? So how are you going to be able to compete in the price wars? 
I'm not. <laughs> so you're just going to have to jack the prices right up. Uh, prices are going to be insanely jacked up. That's why I'm counting on all the no gender listeners to be customers. To pay the inflated prices just so. In- but you know what? You get to have your nuclear stuff right now instead of after the nuclear attack. I can't wait for the YouTube video. Hey, I'm Sir Gene. Let me tell you about my side hustle where I made $8,000 doing nothing but jacking up the prices. Exactly. Well, the last side hustle I I made, I tripled my money by buying rubles. Well, that wasn't a bad idea. You did it at the right time. (laughs) Absolutely. When crypto was crashing, when everybody was like, buy Bitcoin, Gene's like, no, fuck that, buy rubles. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the rubles have outperformed, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Outperformed every stock and every everything I got. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Russia bad. Do not invest in that country. Right. Right. Before. Yeah. And then my, my buddies, of course, are like, oh, so you're war profit there now. Great. Awesome. But <laughs> like, hey, we're not at war with Russia. What are you talking about? No, you're not. You're not Ukrainian. So you're fine. We're not officially at war with Russia. Well, are we officially anything in this country right now? Uh, not, I don't even know how to answer that, man. No, I, don't no. Know. I guess we're, we're, we are officially designated 50% of the country as being domestic terrorists by Biden now. Well, this is true because the FBI needs so to this focus country on is, that. Yeah. The FBI. And that's why I was listening to Tim pool before, you know, coming on this show. So. Why would you listen to Tim Pool? He doesn't do anything but regurgitate news that's available. That's exactly what I was looking forward to. <laughs> some, some good news regurgitation happening. And they talked about there's now 22 FBI whistleblowers. Yes. Well, yeah, that's it's been 22 for a while. They're, they're talking about how the FBI essentially either entrapped or retroactively changed laws in order to ensure that they have the greatest number of uh january 6 people to go after well and it seems like they're spreading this around so if somebody came from portland oregon to the capital that day mm-hmm. well that's mm-hmm. opened as a domestic violent extremism case in portland mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bullshit it's all bullshit and they're taking time away they're taking resources away more than time well both from cases you know child sexploitation all that kind of but stuff they, they're not against that anymore didn't you know yeah we're, that's not a big deal because it's all political the fbi has become so politicized that's what this all it's, is but i but it's always been politicized come on but that's to a, this created level, as a political tool the only reason the fucking attorney general of new york state is going after trump and his family is because the governor is looks like she might lose and it's all mm-hmm. another political ploy to go. It's like, how many times can you go cry wolf? Well, I mean, that that's literally a plot line right out of uh, that uh, Paul Giamatti TV show. Uh, Billions. Really? I've, see, I've never watched Billions. I should. Oh, you'd enjoy Billions. It's all about New York going after a billionaire. Well, there you go. So they have a, oh, yeah. they have a script ready for the whole mm-hmm. uh, with Yeah, the whole they have Trump four thing. seasons. Last season was really crappy, but the seasons all before that were pretty good but that's obvious what this is because mm-hmm. in, when an attorney general of a state comes out and dis- declines to actually put charges out there on a criminal level but sends it right to a civil court you know they have mm-hmm. no case yep it's obvious yep 
but they're it's, it's, no, they're clawing at air here. Uh huh. Well, that's a good way to put it. They've got nothing. They're crying wolf. They're doing it over and over again because it worked somewhat in the past. And that's all they've got. It's like if they were able with the amount of resources, and the amount of time they put trying to take Trump down. Mm-hmm. The fact that they haven't actually found anything legit yet, even in like a jaywalking ticket, they have found nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like, yeah. This is a very, this is probably the most dangerous thing. I mean, I know there's a lot of bad stuff that comes from bad politicians. It costs people a lot of money in tax dollars. It costs a lot of money when politicians waste money on spending. But this, I think, is the most dangerous thing when the law enforcement agencies have become politicized. That's, that's beyond insane. Yep. Not what do you do? There shouldn't be an FBI to begin with. Well, there shouldn't the, be an IRS. The powers, the, well, that's true too. But the the federal powers are very limited by the Constitution, and it is insane how huge the federal government has grown. Hey, if everybody just worked for the federal government, everybody would be happy. Well, I'm pretty sure people that work for them are pretty happy. Yes, yeah. your wife. <laughs> well, not not the federal government, local. I mean, a local the, government oh, much better. Yes, it is. Right. It's a little less corrupt slightly in Chicago. Yes, yes. Indeed, Outside indeed, of Chicago. Yes, indeed. it's not in uh-huh, Chicago. Uh-huh, That's, uh-huh. I mean, the suburbs make, you know, this is the suburbs are kind of like the, uh, you know, the low end that we're kind of like the single A teams. Mm-hmm. The city of Chicago, they're, they're like a triple A in corruption. Now, when you get to the federal level, that's the big leagues. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, the all stars there. Yeah, right. This is not. Yeah, the all star, the pro ball, whatever you <clears throat> that is when you get to uh, yeah. the top of your game. That is the, the the big leagues. But it's all political, and you'll see this. Now, I don't know if Donald Trump is going to run or if Donald Trump's not going to run. I hope he doesn't run. I do we just too. don't need to get bogged down in all this crap, man. Well, it's but just, wait, see, I've this said is, this from day one. But he this is my to, point. This is my yeah. point. If Donald Trump says today he's not going to run. Every mm-hmm. bit of effort that's going against Donald Trump right now turns to DeSantis because I mean, assuming he's going to be the next Republican yeah. runner, it doesn't yeah. matter that it's Donald Trump. They did the same kind of crap to George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Any Republican gets the same treatment. Yep. And I don't understand how people don't recognize that yet. It makes no sense. Yeah. And then uh, that. <clears throat> uh that uh transvestite republican that transvestite republican which yeah named of lindsey oh lindsey graham uh-huh oh, i did some great no agenda art uh two years ago maybe or so with him uh-huh. dressed like the queen there you go perfect yeah so apparently uh queen lindsey is pushing through a bill to um to have a uh an abortion bill uh which is interesting because the the challenge to Roe v. Wade, <clears throat> the successful challenge to it on the conservative side, has basically been a states' rights issue. So it makes complete sense that Lindsey Graham would now be pushing in federal legislation around abortion. Right, because we Idiot. can't let the states have their own. No, no, God, God forbid. No, we got to have a federal law around abortion. Well, and they've been pulling support for this kind of stuff for a long time. Because on 
the face of it, a lot of it kind of makes sense. Like when the drinking age was 18 in Wisconsin and 21 in Illinois, as it was when I was growing up, what was it in Minnesota? Uh, it, well, it was 18 and then it changed in 1986, maybe. Right. I think that's when everybody went to 21. Yeah. But it was but it one was of those things. That. So it was, was still, you had the lower so people age. that were, yeah. People that were 17 when it changed, couldn't drink for another three years. That had to suck. Yeah. Right. But that was the law. When I was growing up, there were people like, Hey, if you want to go party, then we just go up to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And you could legally drink. I mean, that was before I was 18, but it was well, Wisconsin, before. you know, they give beer to kids in school. So I don't see how that's a yeah, hey surprise there. thing. Have a LeBlatz and a big manufactured there. Oh, yeah. You know, I was to work for one of those companies once over by there. What LeBlatz or a cheese company? Yeah, it was over in La Crescent. La- uh, it was a company. <laughs> I don't know which company. It was one of the beer companies and they needed some help. And, uh, I was like, this would be fun. Uh, and then there was no airport in the town. And I was like, okay, this is less fun. fun. (laughs) This is way less fun. But that was, I mean, I understood why that was an issue for the country. You know, Mm -hmm. people were confused. Well, why is it 18 here and 21 here? It should be the same everywhere. But the reality is, uh, it's not the same. The people aren't the same everywhere. People in rural uh, states that are majority, you know, farmers, well, need different laws in different things going on than people who mm-hmm. live in New York. Yeah. But that's because people are morons, just like the eBay chick, just because people are morons. It's like, well, no, it's got to be the same for everybody. They don't understand like, well, why? How could abortion? How could it be different from state to state? Like, well, that's just different. Yeah, different. Because here's why it's very easy is because abortion is an ethical issue, not a uh, a law issue. Correct. As is the as is murder. It's an ethical issue. Murder is arguably not an ethical issue because murder involves two people. And abortion involves how many? Abortion involves a person and a future person, a a person from the future, a future person. And I mean, it, it all depends on how or what the rationale is that people have, uh, if they're against abortion, the, um, now I, I happen to be pro abortion up through the first five years post birth. (laughs) So because kids are annoying. You know, it's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's just annoying. So I, I don't have a dog in this pony race, but, uh, but for some people, abortion begins at conception because God, uh, for other people, it, it could be at conception because of chemistry. But, um, but I think you have to, if you, if that's the case, then just say that's what it is. Like, like. Here's what it is. Here's why I'm against all abortion at any point. Right. Makes sense. But when people start to dissect it into, well, it's okay. The first trimester, it's not okay after that. Okay. Well, so the argument then is what, what happened? What changed from the first to second? Right. Because I think viability could be a logical argument and say, okay, you do anything you want with a pre-person because it's a pre-person because there's no viability. Uh, at that 
age. Like right. you can't, you can't extract a six year old fetus and then have it develop into a normal human. As far as I know, could be wrong. This is not my area of expertise. Well, it becomes a timing annoying. thing. And then if you make it into a timing thing, you're right. Then the question becomes what has changed. Yeah. And the answer to that is probably nothing. It's just a compromise from between the two sides of one that wants it and the other that doesn't. We're like, well, okay, you can do that, but only under these conditions. Right. But because of that, because it's not like this argument isn't or it's not even the argument. This question doesn't even arise in case of murder. You know, if one person that is walking around kills another person that is walking around, uh, it's pretty obvious that there there was no uh, timing issues with, well, was the other person viable? Well, yeah, they were walking around. They were fully functional. Yeah, but is Joe Biden viable? Is he fully functional? <laughs> well, and here's, here's where you can get into some gray areas. Okay, how about a person who's in a coma? Right. Are they viable? Are they? Can you kill somebody in a coma? I would say, yeah, because they're annoying as well. Much like children. Somebody that's totally out of it they're in a coma they're not moving around your hospital bills in the millions of dollars a year i'd say yeah yeah you know that's not viability it's it's a i would call it a post person it's another time where timing so, is everything so pre-persons post-persons you know gray areas maybe get rid of them uh persons that that's black and white man that's murder I thought it was interesting. The young blonde uh, conservative activist, or what's her name, Caitlin, or something like that. I'm forgetting her name. The curly With the long hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was out. Hair and, girl. I call yes. her hair girl. <laughs> well, I remember when she got in trouble with her college. That's where she first hit the scene. Was that she wanted they all get in trouble with their colleges? The, yeah, she wanted her senior photo to be with her gun, and they didn't like mm-hmm. that. And bastards but she was out at one of these lgbtq core four nine twelve protests and one of the women had mm-hmm. a sign that said you know guaranteed life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and when this woman was then called by hair girl on mm-hmm. abortion well you must be anti-abortion well no but you're saying people have the right to life that's your sign it mm-hmm. says that what does that mean right then? <laughs> uh-huh it's like that's well funny yeah and then trying to have that well that's the that's not a human it's a fetus and she's like Mm -hmm. well a what fetus is it a dog fetus is it a Mm. donkey fetus you know who knows you can't really tell at that age (laughs) right well that's what they should have said but the women had no idea how to answer that and i love when people have no idea how to back up what they allegedly believe with all of their heart and soul you know i've only gone to a protest once and what was that for? Were you trying to get laid? That was during 19. No, I wasn't. Uh, that was during 1992, 91, 92, uh, during the, uh, the Gulf War. And uh, I was, I, I managed to have a sign up that I was holding that pissed everybody off, which was great. Were you trying to sell weapons back then too? It was, <laughs> my sign said, make money, not war. And See, that confuses uh, them too because capitalism's bad, baby. Uh-huh. Well, and uh so the uh the Republicans tried to rip my sign off because I'm anti-war. The Democrats tried to rip my sign because I'm pro-money. And so it was a total win-win, and I was uh because I was, you know, selling 
buttons for both sides of the war while holding up a sign like this. You became um, the most popular guy at the protest. I was making money at the protest, bitches. Uh, <laughs> although I was getting attacked as well, but I was making money at the protest because I'm like, I'm just trying to provide a valuable service to people that neglected to make their own buttons ahead of time. Well, they yeah, could buy a button from me good. and I service. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll service anybody. So, <laughs> okay, there's an ISO. <laughs> I was, uh, I guess I was what I would describe as an anti agitator. Uh, you were an anti-agitator agitator? I, no, because I, I was trying to be peacefully selling shit to everybody and then making a fucking meme ironic statement back in the 90s about war and uh, managed to piss everybody off. You're like, don't you get this? You both agree to a certain extent. That's the beauty yeah, you of dumb this. Fucks. I'm so far ahead of you and enlightened. Oh, my God. G of the Midwest boost 99.99 sats and says kids are annoying. Yes, but it's up to the parent to teach them not to be. Sadly, Darren is right, though. People are morons. Yes, people are morons. Yeah, I mean, I would expect now after your eBay experience, you're quite, quite pro-abortion now. Because <laughs> yes. there's only way to prevent stupidity. It is. It not is have humans. Way. It's like just admit that you ordered the wrong thing. Why do you have to be dishonest to get your money back? It's like, and again, if that's okay, well, it with didn't you, say on your listing that it would would not work for her particular cable company. Right. So it's really your fault. Technically. I didn't specifically look up every cable company in the country and mm-hmm. see which one it would work for and which one it wouldn't. Did you at least have something in there? Check with your cable company prior to bidding. No, I figured people are, not total morons. Uh, so it is your fault. Yeah. Okay. Should have been enough. like, uh, make enough. sure, make sure it is on the accepted list. And I just think it's great when somebody wants to argue with you. Like, they told me to buy Doxus 3.1. Well, you did. And then complain to them because it doesn't work. Not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what do you think the odds are that this woman's going to get another Doxus 3.1? Very high. <laughs> I was, mm-hmm. I was having that conversation with my wife. I'm like, I hope she orders like 10 different ones and just can't understand yeah. why they don't work. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody, she may just be that stupid. Although, again, when somebody provides you with a link that goes to your ISP that lists five modems that they not will a technical use. person. You can't just assume people understand that they can read a list. She's in medical. They can billing. read a list. Exactly. She's in medical <laughs> billing. That's a list. Tell you something. It's not on the list. Do you not get it? If it's not on the list, it's not going to work. But did your listing say that this particular model was not on her list? No, no. we went over this already. <laughs> it's all our fault. It's clearly your fault. That's why you always have to have that statement in there. Do not order this product unless you know exactly that it will work for you. You're right. Do not order the product if you are not you have aware. To, when you write a product listing, you have to think in terms of a court and how you would defend against the lawsuit how you're eventually going to have to defend the lawsuit because it'll yeah. it'll come if you're working on like eBay, my product will have nothing at all to do with me my name will not be appearing anywhere oh i thought your face was on them oh god no <laughs> i thought it was like your face i thought they're taking the mm-hmm. picture of putin on the horse and like just putting your <laughs> putting your head on there Yes, that would be yes. the greatest logo ever. No, like. You're thinking of the logo for my other podcast. Oh, okay. So that's not yes. the Soviet prepper logo. No, that's not the Soviet prepper logo. No, no, no. That's the good old boy logo. The good old Blues Brothers band boys. Was- hey, why don't we have a cool 
image for this podcast? Let me ask you that. I don't know. We do we need to make show one? art. Do you know anybody? I need to find some friends that know how to make show art. I mean, I know how to make show art. I don't know how to make oh, you do? show art. Oh, it depends okay. what you're looking for. I thought what we have how about for a Blues Brothers mobile with us in there in the vehicle. You no, know, what would be better? It would hmm. be uh, you and I just uh, in the Blues Brothers fedoras and sunglasses and then yeah like age that whole you know thing up to into a logo uh mm-hmm. so you you want you know it doesn't we, we don't want a photo you want like a drawing i mean we, we both yeah totally a drawing i, I like cartoony things <laughs> have you not figured that out based on my avatar i have um okay. see brooklyn wants to know if he can uh put out a product which would be the uh, targets they use at gun ranges but with your face in the middle um, you sell those. yes yes yeah i i have sold those in fact <laughs> i don't currently sell them um not kidding here's the problem <laughs> See, you're gonna I'm run into because i believe you that's, that's Here, the problem here's the problem you're gonna run into i can tell you that i'm gonna help this guy uh a lot of gun ranges will not allow you to use targets that are um non or, or how do you say the targets have to be nondescript people. Oh, right. Like because cartoons. otherwise they're think you're, if you they're have a actual people, problem. they will not let you shoot with them. And I've actually brought this up to, uh, the NRA, uh, on a particular, um, gun range bitching about it because I, I have, here's, here's the backstory. You were doing, you were so shooting I, yourself. I brought in a photo of bin Laden <laughs> and like a full body shot back when he did glamour shots. So like big enough and, to be uh, like a normal range. Uh, it's a target. range size target. And I posted up and I started shooting. And then the the range officer came down and says, hey, um, we're going to we're going to have to ask you to take that down. I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, that's against policy that you signed when you, you know, went in the gun range. I was like, what policy? What are you talking about? Where is this gun? Yeah, range? there, there is city? no. Oh, this this was in Plano, Texas. Wow, Texas. So it's it, like, right? It makes no sense. It's like, and I, and so I said, you got to be shitting me, right? You, Bin Laden, you don't want me to shoot? I was like, what? You, I'm like, you don't like them terrorists, boy? We ain't going to allow that. Yeah. It's like, are you nuts? How are you not? What what kind of gun range is this where you're like take, letting me not shoot at Bin Laden? And uh, yeah, they're like, look, it's, uh, you know, we just work here. Not our call. This is the owner's call. No photos nothing that looks remotely realistic are allowed to be used in the range so you can either take that down put a different target up or you can leave it's your choice and what so did you I, choose? I bitched them out and then i well i mean i obviously i shot other targets but i uh i did reach out to the nra and and, and said we need to take these guys off the list because this is a uh, some kind of communist gun range we got here <laughs> And and as I explained everything, they said, "Oh, it's actually very common." So I'm like, "Fuck, okay." Common thing that people do. Yeah, yeah so they don't want to get sued in case you go on the mass rampage at the Bin Laden compound, right? Hey, okay, they're asking the troll, "Was this before he was dead or after?" This was before he was dead. Okay, so this is like, well, sir, sir, we don't want you going and actually killing Bin Laden. That would be bad. Like. And you're like, uh, you know, yeah. our government is, that's exactly what I they've know. been trying to I do know. for uh, 20 this, years. <laughs> no, nah, this, this would have, this was in, uh, it would have been probably in December, 2001. Wow. 
And were you on the uh, Navy uh, SEAL team that took down Bin Laden? Do people know that you were you were a part of that? Team? No. no, you mean the Navy SEAL team that didn't take down Bin Laden? No, I was not part of that team. Oh, no. OK, good. You were on the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the Spetsnaz team that took him down. Oh, exactly. right, right. Russian special forces. Or is it still like, uh-huh. is it, are there still Soviet special forces around that you, that you're involved with or, uh, no, there's no Soviet anything, dude. That country doesn't exist. Dude, ooh, that's, that's the best country to have is the one that doesn't exist. Cause how will they find you? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. surprising. I mean, I guess I kind of understand the, they don't want people bringing pictures of their, ex-wives or i think it's an insurance thing here's yeah. in the end here's what it comes down to yeah. for them to get insurance as a gun range they have to sign a multi-page contract somebody in the insurance companies said you know it's going to look really bad if somebody ends up shooting at a real victim like their boyfriend girlfriend whatever ex-spouse in the gun range and then goes and actually kills the person somebody will figure this out and sue the gun range and we don't have to pay that out let's just short circuit this whole thing and say no human lifelike photos are allowed in gun ranges so what about i will say this the silhouette that you could tell who it is well like a fat silhouette or something right yeah i don't know uh i think that'd be okay but this happened definitely in the 2000s because in the 90s shit dude we were shooting at all kinds of just photos nobody gave a shit it was really not a big deal that was you, the you have, yeah you're you know ex-girlfriends whoever it didn't really matter it was you cathartic went, right you went and shoot yeah it's like hey if you shoot your gun at a paper target you're less likely to want to shoot it the real thing uh somewhere in the late 90s early 2000s that changed and because of most likely the legal a uh, whole arena becoming more and more prevalent with uh, our more rights litigious. being trampled on. Yeah, I don't know those. Well, I I don't know. I guess it's a right to have a photo. I don't know. Well, now if you have a large enough property, you just put your guns out in the backyard and you blow up whatever you want. Exactly. You got a large enough property, you can do pretty much anything you want. You can go out and blow up any. I mean, yeah, you can even go get mannequins and put faces on them it'll be great. yeah and i think the federal government just needs to stay out of things the federal government that government the they government. need to stay out yeah well, i mean i think i'm, I'm a big believer in in states rights like slavery should be a state's rights issue not a federal issue i mean there's a long list of things that i would say would make sense to be a state's mm-hmm. rights issue mm-hmm and people can vote with their feet. They already are. You see how many people they are. Left Look New at California, California. Yeah. A Illinois. million people last year left California. A million people. They lost a uh, house seat as a result of that. Well, we can just send the new migrants coming in there, but that's hateful. Yeah. And they don't really, I mean, I don't think any of the migrants would agree to go to California. They know how shitty the streets are and all the people living in tents and things. And yeah, and speaking of poop. Speaking of the crying wolf stuff, and you, you can see this exactly, like I said, the next target goes if Trump announces he's not going to go. DeSantis is the next target. DeSantis is already getting it. Oh, he's already getting it. But, the, eh, you know, that's bound to happen. Well, I loved that the migrants that he sent up to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, a class action lawsuit. We're suing this son of a bitch. And he's like, 
uh, I have signed documents from every one of these people that explained where they were going and why, and they signed up for it. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't, they didn't throw this case out immediately, which shows you how, again, the judicial system also very politicized. And this is dangerous when your government's Mm -hmm. judicial and law enforcement branches have, yeah, the government become, uh, you can't trust them. Have you ever been able to trust them? A hundred percent. No, but I think Mm -hmm. you could trust the government a little bit more. You can't trust eBay. You think you can trust the government? Of course you can't trust eBay. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, see, no, I can trust eBay because they're going to always do the same thing. They're going to take the money and they're uh-huh. going to stay out of it. And they just want to take the cash. Yeah. So I trust that that system will always work that way. As you also then have to understand that it doesn't make any difference that there's a whole system set up that you could click. I do not take returns because people will lie and say the item was not as described or defective. I think i talked about that in one of the other shows this is why i was getting the tickets encapsulated that Mm -hmm. i wanted to sell because at least that way you can't say no they were bent up or whatnot but then i was thinking about it i'm like they could just crack the thing out of the case too and be like oh no it didn't come in a case absolutely if people are gonna lie people are gonna lie and i think people that lie i think that's why you need to have something that sells um non-returnable things maybe this is a good time for an ebay competitor yes an ebay competitor with no returns it's the ultimate no return just call it a no return site yeah Uh uh-huh and maybe you get lucky maybe you don't you maybe that's exactly right i mean you're not gonna get top prices there right because people are gonna scammers (laughs) but here's the thing here's the thing back in the day when i used to sell a lot on ebay uh they had this thing called uh reviews yes and and you would look if you're buying for somebody that had a minimum of 500 positive uh, feedbacks, reviews, whatever. Feedbacks, I guess yes. they're called. I don't know. Whatever yes. it is. And, uh, you know, somebody's got like three. You're like, eh, don't trust this fucker. Not going to buy from him. And as a seller, it's the same thing. It's like you really want to encourage people that are happy with their purchase to leave you a good positive r- feedback. Well, because and, that's right. the biggest that's the the only thing you have that will tell people you're not going to scam them. It's the the positive reviews. So it's too bad that they've abandoned that whole concept because they shouldn't be as eBay the ones policing well, people complaining worse. about not as advertised because it's the reviews. Because that's what happens if you get something and it's sold as hardly used and they get it and it's like beat the shit, then you're going to post a negative feedback and say yeah they lied about this but that's it that's where your ability to do anything stops is in that bad review so you can either sell this and scam somebody else or you can sell it and be honest and get less money back but you're you can't just turn around and say i just don't like it. i changed my mind ship it back to the seller yeah well it's even worse because one, the reviews still exist so i'm just waiting for the bad review from this bitch too just mm-hmm. waiting for that and it's even worse because eBay, when you are a buyer, well, you can leave positive or negative feedback depending yeah. upon your experience. When you are a yep. seller, you can mm-hmm. only leave positive feedback. 
That's bullshit. That yes. used to be positive and negative. People yes. would leave negative shit for sellers. Took too long to pay. Was supposed to pay within three days. Never got it for a week. It's insane. Yeah, I left a bunch of negative reviews. And the, your default should be negative, yep. frankly. And if they do something that's, you know, changed your mind, then you flip it to good. But you got to assume the worst from people on eBay. Because eBay is a, you know, it's it's basically like a, like you're entering the the Moroccan street shops, you know, right. and like in the Cosmo. So your 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 assumption is nothing is quite as good as it seems. Nothing is quite as good as it seems. Sellers have very little recourse. Mm-hmm. The only thing that surprises me again is that once somebody buys something on eBay, you have their name and address because you have to ship it to them. Yeah. Well. And I guess people just aren't afraid at this point that people they screw over are going to find ways to get retribution on them. No, no, I guess they're not. Which I mean, hey, doom on them. Yeah. Doom on them is right. And I, I, know, I wonder how many people know what we just said. <laughs> doom on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, depending if it was well, it's Vietnamese, is it? Uh, yeah, it's Vietnamese. Yeah. Good old demo dick, man. Mm-hmm. I miss getting new books uh, from that guy. I know, I know, I know. He he's sorely missed. He's uh I guess I could reread the books that I had from him. They were good adventure stories. Because it's been it it was a long time ago that I read them. I mean, when they came out is when I read them. Yeah, same here. That was like the only author that I ever followed, like, hey, new book, new book, yes. Mm-hmm. Although I will say his business book kind of sucked. Yeah, that wasn't, I mean, I read it, but I mean, one, I wasn't really in business at the time, but I kind of skimmed through it and it was like, this is uh seem mm-hmm. more pieced together. Probably the co-writer. I think what it is is somebody said, oh man, love your books. Hey, got a great idea for you. Why don't we just take these concepts that you apply to killing Vietnamese people and then <laughs> apply them to business? That seems to be like an awesome, awesome book that you don't even have to work on, but it'll have your name on it and we'll split the revenues. Seems like your angle. I bet you a lot of it was he was selling because he was going out and doing the yeah. inspirational speeches. Oh, yeah. I went to one of those. And oh, you get a free book. You gotta have I was a book. surprised how short he was. I know. That was my biggest surprise. Yeah, but you weren't like, hey, you're short because then he would have just punched you in the throat and killed you. Well, I, I mean, he was still taller than me. But no, he was. Uh, <laughs> I always kind of imagine him as being, you know, six foot two, two twenty to thirty. And then. <laughs> It's not what he was. I just, I just can't believe you're like, oh my god, I couldn't believe how short he was. I mean, he was taller uh-huh. than me, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't. I mean, we were about the same height. I mean, when you but like, read- I know I'm not tall. I never like, I never imagined myself <laughs> as being tall. Right? I'm exactly the average size man. But you're right. When you read the books, you imagine him as he's uh, bigger than life. Yes. Right? He just comes across as this big badass. Big and the reality proof. is. Yeah, and the reality is that uh, it it is just purely the actions that that he undertook that make him this large in life character, it not was, his physical stature. It was his Slavic mentality of never. Yeah, give he in. was Slavic. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's too bad we have to exclude Poland from that designation <laughs> now. But never oh give well. in, never give up. Do yep. what you have to do. Train, prepare. And go mm-hmm. into battle knowing you more bleed about in your training, enemy. so you don't bleed in battle. Yep. That's right. 
And one of Dick's commandments. And, if and then um, sweating, you don't have to like it. it. You just have to do it. Oh, right. That too. If you don't God like damn, it. this is great. Yeah. I'm just remembering shit from 20 years ago. Uh, well, see, at least I live by those commandments working. for a long time, man. I, I really, I, I live by that stuff. That's well, good stuff. They did work in all facets of life. I mean, you could, you, maybe you had to kind of change the. Uh, no, I was talking about when I was in the Spetsnaz, but no. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. When you were out killing, uh, well, if you were the, the Ruskies, were, who were you killing back then? Americans? The Afghans. Afghans. That's true. You were fighting mm-hmm. in the hills of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. at least in your mind. In my mind. Exactly. And really, isn't that enough in today's society? If you, I mean, uh, if you picture yourself that way, yeah, that's how you much. identify. I think so. As that's a, how you identify. Yeah. As a, as a Stasi war hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's perfect because somebody, nobody can't say you're not. Well, I'm, no, because then they're, they're judging you and you can't judge people in America. How dare you see Brooklyn says Dick who Dick Marchinko, Richard Marchinko spell it M A R C I N K O creator of seal team three seal team six. Sorry. Six, three, I say three. I don't, I don't know. know. It's double that seal team six. Yeah. Yep. And, um, it was seal team six. And then what was the other group that he, uh, read, read, uh, cell. Red Cell, yeah, yeah. Red Cell had the most fun of any military. Oh my god, ever! I absolutely. These guys were insane. Red Cell was the group that was uh, asked by a admiral high up in the chain, if I remember correctly, to test the security forces at American bases. Not really asked. Well, true. Put a T in the front of that. They were tasked to go in and see what kind of uh, shenanigans they can pull at military bases around the globe of the united mm-hmm. states military so it was kind of a self-check it was kind of a uh you know they were security testing yeah, yeah penetration yeah. testers yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in actual uh physical penetration not just mm-hmm. not just computer stuff yeah and the, the girls couldn't turn them down they were always successful at penetrating yeah i mean i just love the stories of you know, when they would leave notes on the commander's desk of, uh, mm-hmm. of what they did to their, uh, yeah, to their they, little outfit. They got quite a bit of reprimanding for, you know, tying up, uh, a, a lot of the guards. Uh, yeah. Well, not just the guards. I mean, enlisted guys, one thing, but, and they, they were pretty cordial to them, but they were tying up officers, <laughs> leaving them <laughs> because, uh, you know, they're, they're tasked with checking security, so obviously they're going to engage in activities to, that would simulate a real security threat. So when they come in, uh, guns, uh, you know, drawn, and then uh, take an office that they're targeting, they would do what those guys would. I mean, they would kill anybody, but they would tie everybody up, put put uh, bandanas in their mouths. A lot of and then, little notes just dead right yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, take some photos for proof, maybe have some drinks from the, uh, well, uh, the, the officers yeah, club. That, yeah. Had some liquor there. And, sure. Exactly. And then, uh, their job's done. That's what they're getting paid to do. I, that, that is absolutely killer. How often and, did you use demo dicks, you know, der, uh, concept, the, unless otherwise directed. He's like, right. That was every book. I think there's Unless at least. Otherwise. Yeah. It's like I went into the, you know, whoever he was reporting to at the time. I went into their office on Friday at five and left a note and less otherwise uh-huh. directed it. I'm about to go start a nuclear war in North Korea. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like, well, I got three days before anybody's going to see that. Yep. <laughs> when they say, why'd you, uh, you had no authorization to be like, well, no, I, I, I left you a note. Yeah. Unless otherwise directed. Use that one with your parents, kids. Just try that. See if it works. Oh, good old demo dick. Yeah, he's a good guy. The world needs more Dick Marchinkos. Yeah, I, I wonder how many more years it's going to be until there's another one in the U.S. Another hero or another uh, terrorist? Another that, another uh, actual male. Yeah, another another guy that seems like he's larger than life, or that just a, or another guy that acts like a guy. Yeah, like another guy that acts like a guy, a, a guy that has testosterone. Yeah, and I, I have a new podcast in the works that's going to talk a lot about that kind of uh, stuff. Ooh, testosterone. Yeah, the, it's that's uh, what the new podcast is called. Huh? Some gender studies. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll look forward to that. And you're doing that as uh, with a grant from uh, uh, DePaul then or. Uh... <laughs> no, I wish <laughs> I paid them enough money back in the day. I should get some uh-huh. money back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I think back and it was already very questionable at the time back when I was there in the late 80s and early yep. 90s. I was a communications major. Yeah, that's the, what it says right here in your dusty. Good. The head of the communications department at the time was a lesbian named Jackie Taylor, who mm-hmm. talked about how her and her partner were going to buy children in like Portugal, I think it was. Right. Or Peru, maybe. Was I forget. I thought we started those with the P, P countries. Yeah. <laughs> All those P countries. They sound alike. Um, but it was already going down that liberal hellhole. Although it was quite interesting, I did take a uh, a women's study course, and I really don't think they wanted me in the, mm-hmm. in the course. But uh, my wife was in it, and it was a credit, and uh, I figured, hey, this could be fun. Wait, was this before you were married? Yes. So you met your wife at a women's studies class? No. No, I no. met my wife at a bookstore in uh, high school. No. A bookstore in high school? Uh, yes, working at a bookstore. Oh, okay. She was a client. She was also a seasonal help at the bookstore that I was working at. Oh, hey, by the way, you are breaking up a little bit on my side here. Well, they say the stream dropped to uh, the troll rooms reporting that you have been solid. So the recording is good. We'll see if the uh, stream comes back. Okay. it, It said it dropped and then it showed something else. Are we back? Yeah, you were just garbling. You sound fine now, but you were garbling for a little bit. It's catching back up. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. Is it your cable modem? Do you need to buy a new cable modem? (laughs) I I know a place you can go and buy one. eBay. They have the best cable modems around. They do. They have perfect guarantees, too. If it doesn't fit, you you return it. Just throw it right. You just say, my ISP does not allow this, so uh, it's nothing to worry about. Yeah. So you didn't bring up. So that's good. So this recording will sound pristine, you know, unless it actually goes out again. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's your microphone. Can you, I, um, no, I think that's exactly right. Exactly. No, people are going to be like, am I having an aneurysm? I don't Mm -hmm. think I don't understand what he was saying. I smelled burnt bread. Uh What is that? Yeah. You're probably having a stroke. Go. Oh, Go to the hospital quickly. Get old strokes. Yeah. Nobody wants them. No, 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 no. I got to get it. Got to get, uh, you know, get some exercise. 
stay away from the stroke thing. You get your uh, blood pressure in check. You want mm. to uh, follow all of that stuff. I got to get some good blood pressure going today. I'm heading out, to do some shooting. Oh, what are you shooting today? I mean, like weapon wise, uh, not like, are yeah. you actually trying to go shoot somebody? Nah, I'm trying to print off some photographs here. So, you know, um, yeah, I've got a few new guns. I'm going to go shoot. Well, you said you had one that you've been wanting to shoot for a while. Is that one on the list? Uh, um, not sure which gun that would refer to, but, um, but I got like four of them that I haven't shot yet that I bought that I need to go shoot. Well, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I mean, before this whole like credit cards, tracking your purchases thing kicked in, I figured it was a good time to get some gun purchases made. Well, before, uh, yeah, before it all goes directly to hell, I think the stream is still crashed. Let me reboot the stream while we're doing the show. It's, uh, you know, it does go on your, your permanent record, much like everything in high school. If you buy a gun now yeah it's like yeah because you can't be a law-abiding citizen well by buying a gun you've given up your right to be a law-abiding citizen well of course because you know there are no freedoms well you're you're buying an implement of potential death and therefore you're a potential criminal but really potential is a you know not even a word these days so let's do a reboot but i need to go do a little plinking on some of these things because i haven't you know you want to be proficient at your uh at your craft uh-huh yeah craft crafty is good sure nothing wrong with being proficient at your craft. um so gonna do that later on today in fact nice you can take some video mm-hmm. um i mean it's kind of boring uh, it's mostly just nothing happening with an occasional shot here and there nice I mean, I'm not going to the gun range. Oh, where are you going? Or is it? Buddy's is that, house. You, I was going to say, can you, can you uh, say where you're going? Uh, yeah, just heading to a buddy's house. Nice. Yeah, he's got a berm. Well, that means you can do whatever you want. Pretty much. More or less. Let me see if That's I why I said I'm printing off a few photographs. Had a, uh, you have the photograph. I mean, you need an 8 by 10 of me. That could, uh, that could be fine. I think we're back on the stream it actually crashed the program that i connected the stream with too so something Ooh. weird happened yeah i still need you to teach uh ben how to do this whole stream thing yeah the dude named ben named ben so you guys can go live on a stream and then you yeah, can get a sub stream if that. you want i mean that's the beauty I, of this no it's agenda all on thing. him i told him i'm not doing jack shit with that i'm just gonna be a guest because the no agenda stream is getting crowded is it now yeah there's shows uh, every day i believe now that are live Oh, that's good. What's so it's not like that? the Wild West anymore where I could just go on anytime and uh Well, I mean it kind of makes that means that the programming programming director is now God. He is doing a lot of that work, I'll tell you. But he's off uh-huh. this weekend, so we could just mess with everything. He's off camping. Is it really? Yeah, today's yeah. his birthday. Ryan Bemrose's his birthday today. Oh, happy happy Ryan Bemrose Day. And it's all right, it, it kind of is because it's also his wedding anniversary today. He got married on his birthday. That seems like not a good plan well, maybe that's the one way he'll remember that's, when it happened huh? that's what i said i'm like was this the yeah. one way you know huh. like oh gee what when was the anniversary um what no i don't know so that's one way that to sounds remember. just like him you do a hell of an impression of ryan i try 
Now, I rebooted the stream, trolls. Can you hear us? Are we back on, or is this still... Uh, it may just be now. This would be a really bad time for the stream to totally crash because Ryan is again out of town. So yeah, uh, this could be, be a bad, bad weekend for the No Agenda stream. Well, I hear there's a couple other people that know how to fix it. Well, Mark Van Dyke, we would have that to would get the, one of them. We would have to get the word over to the Netherlands, to the Lowlands, to the Lowlands, and they're going to be hard to get a hold of with no power shortly. So why were well, they going down? What's going on in the Netherlands? Oh well. Did you not hear? Um, so what did I miss? Russia has had to institute a, um, not, not a draft, but a recall of, um, people in the reserves. Have you heard this? I've, well, I've heard allegedly that they're pulling people out of their beds and, uh, they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Well, I don't know about that, but, but they have. Uh, recalled back one percent of the airman services reserves interesting and uh, that one percent that they picked happens to be employees within the uh, the gas and oil supply industry oh well that goes along well because those folks are the most qualified you see and yeah now we're back on the stream and thanks so, everybody for hanging with us on that one uh yeah, well, I don't. I didn't even realize we weren't on this. I know so, we whatever. crashed. We came back, and then I realized uh, that because the program that I used to connect to the stream also crashed. It when I rebooted that, the microphones had turned off in the interface. Mm. So, yeah, we're, it's, we're we had to turn it off and on again. Turn off and on again. Well, that usually does the trick. Yeah, if you want everything so, anyway, properly, send so, boostergrams, uh, donate, all that stuff. All that stuff. So with the uh with the reserves coming out of that sector of course it does mean that they're they're the facilities may not be operating and because their employees have all gone to war is that bad they won't have power well, no i don't think it's a bad thing i mean it does mean they're going to make a little less money because they won't be shipping oil or gas out of the country but um but you know that's what you got to do you got you got all these nato troops massing on the border trying to start something up with russia so uh i think it's a reasonable thing to bring in the one percent of your reserves into action now has anything else really been changing over in the theater as they say of the uh, russia and ukraine thing uh i don't know well i know you're following it closer than most i mean i'm not really I guess not. I mostly just listen to Tim Pool and see what he says about it. So if you want to know anything, just listen to Tim Pool. Well, that's always been true. Because Tim Pool does read, reads the newspapers, so he knows what he's talking about. I mean, you realize you can also read the newspaper <laughs> direct. Well, but I, look, I, I realized that, and I could have done that back in the day, but instead I chose to listen to Rush Limbaugh read the newspaper. Ah, Rush Limbaugh. With talent on loan from God. In front of the golden EIB microphone. Mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. What a beautiful microphone it was, too. Yeah, it's too bad you're you're breaking up again. So we can't hear that beautiful voice. Well, I see again. I sound fine here. It must be another uh, Comcast issue. Now, if we were using clean feed, there would be a little uh, thing you could open up that says uh what the jitter is what the packet loss is what the time between us is but you keep wanting to use this little zencaster bullshit that's better yeah it's not 
better. It's got nothing. It's got nada. It's absolutely better. It's not giving us any information whatsoever that says danger, danger, Will Robinson. Well, knowing that your voice is losing packets and hearing that your voice is losing packets amounts to the same thing. But you're not losing any on my end yet. So it's That's weird because I have good connectivity. I don't know. That doesn't make a difference. I'm in Austin, Texas. You see, this is this is really the the central hub of all the different uh, uh, backbones that are connected to the United States are coming from here. I mean, it's disconnected again. What doesn't make sense is I have a constant ping going to. Oh, my God. Leave it off. Who gives a shit? The, Just ignore it. The NAS. And it, it's there. You know, it's uh, uh-huh. to the stream. Yeah. That's ah, bizarre. Well, well, how about we do a podcast instead of a stream show? But we're doing both. Yeah. Well, now let's just focus on the one that works, <laughs> which is neither one. Oh, you're not, you're not recording anymore. I'm recording. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I was supposed to record this thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. It's well, humor, man. Come on. I mean, you don't have to. Honestly, I would, I not much would change. I would still talk to you once a week about the same topics. You would still be talking. I'd still yeah. be listening. It's just, a, I mean, yeah. it's an oddity because I mean, really our otherwise I would have been like, well, our connection's solid. Yeah. Cause I'm not having any issue with you. But uh, no, it only seems to start getting fucked up when you're uh, when you're having issues with the no agenda chat thing. Well, that's just when they say it's not where I've never lost the no agenda chat. Mm. It's just okay. in the, the server, which, again, let's just hope the servers are good come Sunday. Otherwise, uh, that's the main thing. Well, we'll see because Adam, Why, what will be on today. Adam will be on today for the other podcasting 2.0. So if there are issues, yeah. we'll find out. If it's streamwise or if this is just us having issues. So does Adam listen to this show? Do you think sometimes I think every now and then yeah. he'll make a comment that uh, like leads me to believe maybe, but it's hard to uh, say. Okay. I mean, this is some I, great content, isn't it? It is. It's the best content out there. This is literally a show about nothing. The show uh, about nothing. Yeah. No, we, we are the uh, Seinfeld of podcasts. Well, give me a show about something. What do you got? Well, what do you, I mean, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Anything. I just, I mean, not eBay. <laughs> not eBay. Anything but eBay. We already covered eBay. Yeah, we've covered eBay. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm doing a nice speed test. I mean, I'm getting 870 megabits per second down, man. That's not bad. What are you getting up? I'm waiting for that thing to start. Uh-huh. Like one that may be the issue if there's a problem with the you've got some asymm- asymmetricity yeah well that's one of the things that comcast is really pushing is the ability to go uh you know to equalize the speeds up and mm. down yeah a lot of them are doing that they're, they're trying to push that i think by the end of this year and then into next year they've been testing some stuff that mm-hmm. is absolutely crazy speeds mm-hmm uh, but no, upload looks fine. I mean, I may be breaking up because it's doing the uh, upload test, but I'm getting the 40 megabits per second up. Wait, you have 40 so, up and 800 down? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's really a little over a gig down, but the the hardware I have isn't really going to be uh, pulling the full uh, and the antivirus and all that. You're never pulling I, the full gig down. Did we lose you now? What What does that have to do with anything? what do you mean with the modem and the uh, router and the hardware uh, how that What's all the works? antivirus got to do with your speed 
because it looks at everything coming in. Well, don't do that. Well, you could, but it's like, what's it slowing it down a little bit? Doesn't matter. Why would you look at everything coming in? This is how you avoid getting viruses on the old machine. No, no. How you avoid getting viruses is not going to websites with viruses. (laughs) Well, that's no fun. Did did John not teach you anything? That's no fun. No. Why would I want that? Oh, that's right. I forget. You don't actually pay for movies, do you? Uh, I don't really watch movies, but uh, Mm -hmm. rarely. I have a lot of uh, music. I have. Are you talking uh, about TV shows, though? I have a lot of television shows. Yeah, well, I have my movies, own NAS, so shows, that way when whatever. things go down, then I have my own TV. It's great. You don't have to worry about that. When Comcast was down for like five hours last yeah. week, no, that's it. And then, good thing that Chicago is not on the list of one of the twelve cities to be nuked first. Probably is, but I'm you know three feet underground, so I'll be safe, right? Yes, three feet underground is better than zero feet underground. That's true. This is true. Don't worry about the mm-hmm. nukes. Do not worry about yeah. the nukes. Do you, do, you, do you have a door on the basement? No, or I should. Or just the stairs? I should, yeah. I mean, uh, I really, You may want to put a door in there. I need to be. I remember watching years ago, and I was just mesmerized by a guy who just started digging like under his basement mm-hmm. and then just kept digging yep. and digging yep. and digging until yep. he had like a layer underneath like 20 feet under the mm-hmm. under the house and it's like a little weird but now you're like hey that's not a bad idea i just saw a story the other day on the house in texas that has a cave under it now a natural cave that was there a natural cave that was discovered like a cave that covers maybe a couple city blocks but the entrance to it is underneath this guy's house. And that's the only entrance. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? It's got stalagmites, stalactites, all kinds of stuff. So he's got a, a real bat cave. Well, you can age house. your cheese down there. It's a great place to keep Hell your yeah. wine. Wine, cheese, all the good stuff. Mushrooms. It's absolutely yep. perfect. I mean, who wouldn't want a bat cave underneath their house? I always wanted. I was always just also mesmerized again i'm just i need the the thorough um with the hidden rooms in a house or hidden passageways oh yeah never had a house that had that but i always thought that would just be so cool it is cool yes there's um so i was at the event that i was at last week i think i told you right you were at an event last week yeah i told you that last time we talked on monday oh that's true what was it for again i don't remember what it was for yes yeah, so this was a, it was a castle, and uh, one of the cool things is that there there's like a a bookcase that if you move the bookcase, there's a secret room behind there. Now, was it just like you have to move one book, or uh, was it like one of those magic? No, it the whole bookcase. That shit is unreal. I no, know it. You have to move the bookcase, no, so I, you you have to. You basically, it looks like a whole bunch of bookcases, right? A whole wall of bookcases. Except and you've, one's you have a door. To, one of them is actually opens. It's a real bookcase with real books. Yes. No fake books anywhere, but it's on wheels. So you can actually, you know, pivot it open. And then uh, there's a door with a uh, a key code. If you okay, punch see, in, that's even cooler that you open up. The, it's not just like you get behind the bookcase and you're in the room. It's like, and then there's a door. Yeah. With a key code, uh-huh. and the the and the the code is my birthday. Oh, was it your castle? How did you know the code was your birthday? Well, it is the the code just happens to be my birthday. 
and then Are you um, royalty gene is that was this in russia did you i am sir gene after you, all did you fly back to moscow for this and then that lets you into that uh, the secret room which has oh boy does the i don't even know how many include the year is <laughs> somebody asking <laughs> <laughs> i was just curious i mean that's uh-huh uh-huh it does not include the year now okay so four digit code four digit code yes so easy enough to try every combination but i remember there's uh i was looking at these for a while to use mm-hmm. in the basement because we have a basement that is like two-thirds finished and the other third mm-hmm. is uh, storage with the washer and dryer and that yep and the thing connecting the two sides is a normal closet so it's like you know like two closet doors closing mm-hmm. and they sell bookcases like that that go in and look like a book so again it's like well it's no big deal because anybody if you're down there and the air conditioning kicks on you'll be able to hear it <laughs> it's there's something behind the wall mm-hmm. but still always thought that would be a really cool way to uh, you have an air conditioner behind the wall in the house well, the furnace oh the furnace the blower sure, is. Sure, sure. yeah yeah, yeah the actual air conditioning condenser of course well, you, you could also get thicker walls so you wouldn't hear it that's true and of course I mean, i'm assuming the bookcase would hide most of the uh absorb most of the noise mm-hmm. but that's the kind of stuff that's like really awesome oh it is it is cool no i've 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 enjoyed stuff like that you should ask adam sometime next time you talk to him to uh talk about some of the stories of his castle well that's true he actually lived in a castle and i'm assuming there were some uh Mm-hmm. some quirks to that building oh yeah who wouldn't want their own castle i mean they're kind of a pain in the ass i mean you wouldn't want to clean it or anything no, you definitely don't want to clean it you don't really even want to maintain it it's kind of something like you want to go spend a month there and then get the hell out that's may even be too long too in the time frame but sure yeah <laughs> just a vacation wise just a couple of weeks then like a castlecation right now, if you have a castle, you can get on the castle BNB site. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're better off being a lord of the manor. Probably. Probably. Because the castle is a fairly significant. I mean, the castle, by definition, is kind of a military uh, house. Well, yeah, you want to have a moat. You want to have guns on top. You want to, uh, you want yeah. to be able to defend your land. Yeah. But I always thought that would be cool. Have a nice hidden passage, a hidden room. Yeah yeah it's it it is kind of neat when you have hidden passages and um now you're not watching the current game of thrones knockoff thing right now here's a little secret i have never even watched game of thrones oh okay well i contemplated it now are you uh, are you plus or against the uh, game of thrones i mean i was all hyped oh, no, up when first, it was on. the first four seasons were awesome and then starting with season five it just started going downhill so, so the I, and the last season was absolute shit. So the first, I think, five seasons were based on the books. And then they were like, maybe we, it was the first four seasons. We, and then they ran out of book material. And so they had to just write shit from scratch. And it was horrible. They're like, people are still wanting to pay us for more, but we, yeah. we need to make more. Yeah, up. exactly. Exactly. Interesting. But I've never watched yep. it, so I can add that to the list. I don't even know if I don't even think I have that on my neck. Well, the new one, which you you can you can watch the new one. It's on HBO. It's called uh, Blood and Something, Blood and Dragons. I don't know. Hey, good old Blood and Something here on the Mighty yeah. No Agenda Stream. 
So I'm sure somebody knows what it is. But um, oh, I'm sure people are watching it. You, people it's, love it's that a stuff. prequel, which means you don't have to watch the Game of Thrones Game of Thrones to be able to watch the prequel. Because it should actually be what you want to watch before that. Then potentially, yeah. It's uh, it, it is basically. I think it takes place a hundred years before, maybe 150 years before, something like that. Um, but it's just good fancy stuff. You know, there's dragons people ride on and a lot of politics and that everybody looks around like they're walking around Renfair. <laughs> well, that was um, the whole bit, wasn't it? What Renfair? Yeah. To have that look. Well, that's when the setting is. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but there are people that like that. They just walk around what? like that up and down the street. Like the well, guy in January 6th, I mean, he was like, that was like, I'm a game of Thrones, dude. I mean, I did get married at Renfest. I know. I've heard that story. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoy that. I, I think that uh, there's something very fun about uh, Renfair. Part of it, of course, has to do with the fact that everybody's inebriated. Well, yes, and they're embracing another time. Allegedly, mm-hmm. now, to be a true aficionado, though, if you're at a Renfair, and somebody pulls out a cell phone, you have to punch them right in their mouth, right? I mean, that's... Well, okay. Back in the day, back <laughs> back in the 90s, let's say, um, up through the early 2000s probably would be the latest, cell phones and even things like digital watches were officially to be made fun of. Yes, and those people belong. made... They do not belong. And, and people would be sh- effectively shamed into putting them away. What strange object is this on your wrist? Exactly. And the last thing you need is some, <laughs> some, you know, drunk dude dressed in middle ages garb to be talking loudly at you, embarrassing the hell out of you. What? Well, yeah. it's like, oh, a witch, a witch. <laughs> we thus stone thou. Seize the witch. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So that was the thing. Um, by the late 2000s, like 2008, 9, 10, when I went uh, to a number of them. People are just walking um, around with their cell phones. Everybody's walking around with freaking cell phones. No one gives a shit. They're taking credit cards for selling soup in a bowl, in the bread bowl. I mean, it's just like, it totally, it, 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 it really has gotten to be more of a commercial enterprise, which it always kind of was, but more so um, than... You know, like you have ye old cell phone charging stations. <laughs> right, because that makes perfect sense at a rent fair. Uh, <laughs> You're like, we're gonna so mix we're gonna mix gotten, reality with the concept. It's gotten very anachronistic. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing is the people that originally started these, I'm assuming was because they wanted the the main draw was not the clothing or the language, it was that time period overall. And if something well, didn't was, exist in that time yeah period. i mean it was a whole pack like i've been going to these since the 70s honestly so when you were what 40 in the 70s or it, so it was it was just a extension of the 70s peace and love movement frankly but uh, it's much harder to get laid when you're wearing chain mail it's really easy to get laid when you're oh. wearing chain mail it's really <laughs> fucking easy man that it the whole th- when the guests leave and the uh the alcohol consumption c- continues it basically is just one big orgy. Anywhere you walk around in that Ren Fair, all you hear is orgy noises. I am so glad I've never been to a Ren Fair. 
Oh my God. You've, <laughs> you've never been to an orgy. Oh my God. That's no, so no, sad. No, but it's so sad for you. I'm a Catholic high school boy. Yeah. So you'd fit right in. So <laughs> where do you think they're having the orgies? Catholics are the most perverted people. Well, you know, they're repressed. So that that's you, why that's exactly why it's like the Amish when they let their kids go off and rum. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And go experience the world. Again, but, yeah, I, I understand why, like, half of those kids come back. Don't like, come back. Well, well okay, both. I understand one. I understand the half that never come back. And I also understand the half that come back going, oh, my God, you won't believe what the outside world is like. Mm-hmm. I get both. There are no judgment either. Speaking of cell phones and uh, the uh, Amish, I didn't realize the Amish had fucking cell phones, but. More and more so, I've noticed the Amish have cell phones. There are different sex. I don't know. I believe that's the right term. I think you're correct. Yes. And I noticed that the there's a guy on YouTube. I know you've watched his videos. Peter Santangelo is. Yes. It? Yeah. He's a California dude who travels and invades different cultures. He went to the Amish community down in Florida, which is the same Amish mm-hmm. community that was a part of the area where for years when we went down there, these were where the best restaurants were. There's a little Mm -hmm. row and this was the community that is built up around there. So for me, it was really interesting seeing the Florida German. Yes. Yes. And the, he even went in and, you know, had a piece of pie in the restaurant that I'm like, Hey, Mrs. Yoder's man in Sarasota. If you want the best damn pie in the world, I've Mm -hmm. never found better, but he went in and there are, there is the Amish and there's, the uh um what's the other they're not amish but they're close to amish uh now i'm not thinking of the name but there's different groups and Mm -hmm. some are allowed the technology the most interesting thing to me was there's of course the amish that are completely against even having power in the house yeah i think it's the old order and the newer ones will allow cell phones but the ones Mm -hmm. that did they had I think the Mennonites Mennonites, Mennonites allow yes. more technology. Yes. And they had an app that basically stripped away most of the smartphones abilities, you know, so they could still text. And yeah. Call. The, uh, the Hasidic Jews do the same thing. And the most interesting thing to me was that most of the people that had cell phones that were married, the whole deal was their spouse runs their cell phone mm-hmm. yeah, which is like so there good. could be no secrets they can tell you what you can do or what you can't and it's yeah. like it seems like a really weird idea until you think about it and you go well i can see why they get along a lot better than <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of people uh it just it seemed odd but yeah one it seemed odd to me that there were amish that were using cell phones yeah yeah because i think the the Mennonites and then I think the beachy Amish yes. uh, are more of the uh, relaxed variety. Yes. And that was a guy's name. They drive I was cars. Like, what, what do you mean? Beachy Amish? Like, do you like to go to the mm-hmm. beach? <laughs> no, it was a guy's name who started this particular offshoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. either way, I mean, seeing somebody dressed in an Amish garb talking on a cell phone just looks weird to me. Well, yeah. Cause you're like, no, you're, this is like go to the red fair and somebody having a cell phone. Yeah, it's it's probably even more surprising than that, but 
But it was, I don't know. It's unavoidable. I, I went, uh, I took, um, what's his face to run fair. Good old what's his face. Uh, Brian Brushwood. Oh, really? Yeah. First time he's ever went, I, I took him out to run fair. And he won't return your calls now. Wow. Well, no, we had lunch, uh, a couple days ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. When's his new project coming out? Not that I want to totally derail your story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out soon. He's working on it. Awesome. Uh, he he kind of told me about it, but I can't tell anybody about well, it. Well, yeah, of course, because it would ruin everything. Spoilers, Gene. Spoilers, exactly. So if you lean real close, I'll whisper it real quiet. <laughs> no, right. I'm not going to do that. No, Brian would. So, yeah. And then um, I, I told him, hey, dude, what's the deal? Like, you've been avoiding me. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I've been super busy and haven't been making any money on YouTube. So I'm trying to figure out new ways to make some money. Well, see, well, that's so apparently YouTube has cut their rates again. Okay. That I believe because he's mm-hmm. got a lot of content on YouTube, but I have noticed that it's less well, he's now. Got, yeah. He's got like, uh, millions of subscribers. Oh yeah. And he does different, um, there are Almost different like channels. Oh, close. Very close. You know, he's yes. got the modern rogue. He's got scam yeah. school. He's yeah. got, uh, like scam yeah. nation. There's different the podcasts the, for the, uh, the biggest heist scam things whatever yeah the, yeah whatever it's called yeah now that and uh, um so yeah i'll have him on uh one of the shows probably through gene and then um you know he once again said yeah 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 we should get you on one of my shows and then but he said that like three times over the last three years and i've never been on any of his shows so he's like we will put an apple on your head and shoot it off with a crossbow That'd be fine. I'm okay with that. In the Ren Fair, as long world. as I'm doing the shooting, right? No, that's uh, that's the way yeah. to do it. There, but the, with the Amish stuff, there's always a loophole because that restaurant in Sarasota that we always went to mm-hmm. for years, they didn't take credit cards because they're Amish, mm-hmm. so they didn't believe in taking credit cards. Sure, Good but plan. but but right next to the cash register, ATM, uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> they we're more than happy. To let you take your money out yeah, of the machine. We have those here too. They're not even the Amish. We have a barbecue place. Um yeah, like we have a Mexican place like that. Called Salt Lake. And I get it. They only want cash. Yeah. Which is a really large place. I mean, it seats hundreds of people, but they they have an ATM machine instead of taking credit cards. They Damn. also don't sell alcohol, but it's BYOB. Ooh. Which is not that uncommon in Texas. But they have a liquor store about 25 feet away <laughs> and they own that and it's overpriced uh-huh. liquor yeah they, no, they get- own that they own that but it's a liquor store rather than the restaurant having a liquor license right so I, I explain that to me i'm not sure how one is cheaper or better than the other but clearly somebody's decided that screw it we're not getting a liquor license There's but we will open loophole. up a liquor store yeah another loophole <laughs> uh-huh i love it i love the ingenuity yeah ingenuitous people that are talking on their cell phones while driving in buggies uh-huh uh-huh well there was uh there was who there was a uh youtube video that uh somebody was i wonder talk- if solar power sorry to interrupt you but i wonder if solar power is allowed in amish shit because then you're not plugged into the grid you're not you know well batteries really- are still technology are they though i think because i know there was a maybe it was uh, or, are they, or are they just gifts from god it could be, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think it was talking about the talking to an Amish. Uh, it was like, oh, you know, no, maybe it was uh, 
one of the other YouTube guys where it's like, no, they have, you know, NASCAR stickers on their buggies and they sneak in because the buggies, for some reason, they're allowed to have the 12 volt car battery in the buggies because by law, you have to have the lights. Right. Yeah, you do. And the kids were sneaking the batteries in to play like portable TVs (laughs) and stuff. You know, it's like this is is really an interesting. uh, Yeah. It's like, wait, so you can use the battery. It's okay to use the battery mm-hmm. on the buggy because to comply with the law, I guess you have to. So it's okay to use the technology. Then it's it's just intriguing to me what rules are followed. But I wonder if they can do then put a solar charger on the roof of the buggy. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Then you never have to. I mean, I could see good arguments for that. You'd never have to plug in and charge it because, you know, you have no place to plug it in. Well, right. We don't have electricity. <laughs> so how do we? How do we uh-huh. charge said battery? Well, this, and again, this then becomes a, a business for some enterprising soul in the area. That's like, I'm not Amish. I can plug a yeah. cord to the wall. <laughs> I can charge you a lot well, of money. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the, uh, the timers for the elevators that are in New York. Right. Because they can't press the on the Sabbath. On the- Right, go up and down by themselves, and it is. And I've talked to uh, a few rabbis about this. That it's been like the finer points of what you're allowed and not allowed to do on the Sabbath, because I was trying to come up with ways around it. You're always looking and, for the loophole. Of course, that's what I do. And so, um, the 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 brilliant idea that somebody came up with is like, well, if the elevators are going to be moving from floor to floor anyway would it be okay on the Sabbath to just walk into an elevator and then walk out on a different floor? That would seem fair. Because, uh, you know, the, the first thought, of course, and the thing that used to be the case was you had um, elevator attendants who were goy, right? So they're not Jewish. So they're not bound by the same restrictions. But then the idea is like, well, but if you're paying them, then they're kind of, an extension of what you would be doing. So that's not love. And, uh, but this idea of an elevator that automatically just, so here's, here's where I'm going with this whole thing. Cause they, I could talk about this for a long time is it seems like the more technology you can and automation and AI, you can apply to the restrictions on the Sabbath, the less restrictions there are. Because you're not physically interacting because with it. Because you're not doing it. And nobody, no human is doing it on your behalf. So you started elevators. Well, what about Tesla sells driving cars? So if you're not driving the car and the car is just driving itself, then all of a sudden the prohibition on technology on the Sabbath just kind of becomes a lot less of a thing. And I think that can go into, you know, virtually any restrictions you can come up with. There's got to be a way to automate it enough to be able to not worry about it, which the whole point of the Sabbath was to give you the freedom from doing the day to day normal things that you had to do, like taking elevators and driving cars so that you can focus on the spiritual matters, on God, on, on worship, on your family. So you're not uh, supposed to be looking for the loophole. The, the goal is to remove distraction, but the practical application is a list of things you can't do. 
And if you have that list, then somebody with a personality like mine is like, okay, well, how do we work around that shit? So that you can end up still doing all the things now. And I, I, you know, I'm not like practicing Jew or anything, but I do have friends that are a lot more orthodox conservative and practicing. And so I love coming up with, you know, ideas or questions or, uh, ways to get around stuff and one time when i was living in dallas years ago uh i had done a video project for a rabbi and the rabbi is like oh you know you should uh you should come to my house for dinner i'm like oh yeah that'd be cool and little did i realize that that's actually a trap <laughs> were they trying to be- because trying to, like, hunt you down what, or what because no the way it works is like before the dinner day is like oh yeah yeah let's meet at the uh temple uh for service and then we'll doc we'll walk down to my house for dinner and i'm like eh, all right well this was annoying gene's like i don't like to walk anywhere i don't really like to walk anywhere so i'm like okay but i mean i know why he's walking is because the sun is gonna set after the service and so you can't drive so, so you just like course, his uber no i couldn't drive either because i'm trying to be you know polite but I anyway, I go to dinner at his house and uh uh boy does this rabbi like to drink, holy shit. Um, you know, he's like drinking down vodka. I'm like, oh man, hard stuff right off the bat. I was thinking it's gonna be Manischewitz or something, but no, it's vodka. And, uh, in the conversation, we're talking about like, okay, Sabbath restrictions, blah, blah, blah. And I started asking him a bunch of questions like, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And he's like, you know, I don't, I like, I have some idea, but if you really want to get a good answer, you should come to our study group, uh, because they'll well, be, that sounds like a trap, right? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, so, but you know me, I like conversation. I like uh, to explore things through arguments and. So this sounds kind of fascinating. He's like, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of rabbis there and some of them are going to be, I'm sure, better equipped to answer your questions. I'm like, okay, I'll take you up on that. So I I come out to the study group on on Wednesday evening and, uh, you know, I'm going to, it's, as it turned out, what the study group is, is the Dallas Rabbinical Association study group. Basically, rabbis from different synagogues all getting together. And you. And me. Right, exactly. Rabbi Gene. As, uh, as it turned out to be, yeah. Because, you know, I, I didn't want to stand out or, or look like I, I'm a schmuck. So you, went, you so, went the stolen valor route and became a rabbi instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> that should make sense. Kind of. Um, well, what I did do is I did wear a suit, right? Cause I'm like, okay, well, they're all going to be wearing suits. I don't want to stand out and not wear a suit. And so I had to take off the track suit and put on a suit. And, uh, as it turned out, and, and I also had a, so it's a nice black suit, white shirt, black hat, you get there. And, uh, you know, it was the uniform of the day. It kind of was. It's like, oh, how are you doing tonight, Rabbi? It's uh, good to see you here. And and here's the other thing I discovered is in Dallas, at least, now would not be the true in New York. Uh, in Dallas, I looked more like a rabbi than than 95% of the rabbis that, that were there. <laughs> My beard was longer and fuller. 
my uh my eyebrows were the appropriate uh eyebrow type but could you pound vodka like a pro i like a rabbi i could pound the vodka like a rabbi and uh and so it was a and um i could also read russian <laughs> which, wow. which is which was like a rare thing for these uh all these modern rabbis even though a lot of the uh you know, the, the Jewish immigrants back in the day came from Russia, so they all spoke Russian. So it was it was quite interesting. Um, so it was more like when I started talking to people, I'm like, oh, you know, I thought you were like some visiting rabbi from out the, in the old country, you know, and and so uh, from the country that no longer exists. One of the countries that no longer exists. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was a fun experience, but, um, but I did have fun debating cause I do like that. I mean, the question just, is, were you in a black Cadillac when you got out, you said we're on a mission from God. Well, I was dressed very much like the blues brothers, but, uh, you know, I guess the blues brothers just dressed like rabbi. So, you know, Ooh, there's that. Um, I know I was not in a black Cadillac, uh, but, but a few of the rabbis were in black Cadillac. So that is kind of funny. Um, was that a Ford? It wasn't a Cadillac. Yeah, because it was an ex police car. I was just making yeah a different yeah yeah, yeah yeah. I was gonna say yeah the blues mobile. So I ended up going to that study group uh for about eight months. Wow, so you dug what was going on here? Well, I tried to explain. Or you were bored. The well, there's a lot of errors in um in the bible right tried to correct in the torah so i was going through and trying to explain these errors and correct the rabbis because yes, i figured I, that would be the appropriate thing to do I'm surprised how often are you, you going to get an audience of 30 plus rabbis let me let me talk to you about your religion and why it's totally wrong well it's not completely wrong but let me just point out the errors that that are in here and uh, make sure that you understand uh, sometimes people have a hard time understanding uh, religious writing, and I felt like it was my duty as an atheist to be able to help to explain that to folks, them, right? Help help the rabbis understand uh, Judaism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just trying to do a human service. I'm really just mostly all about human service. That was very nice of you. I know. I thought so. I mean, did you leave on your own accord, or after eight months, were they finally like? <laughs> Uh, well, there's a little bit of a pogrom happening and they chased me out of town with torches, but <laughs> I feel like it was a mutual decision. Yeah. Bubala, you can no longer come. No, no good. <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> I'll out. see you on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How it works. It is how it works. Yeah. So I had to leave town and move to Austin, but um, well, that's all good. It's only a matter of time before you're run out of town there, too. I did apply to the synagogue here. They They didn't want me, apparently. The next move, we don't know which way it'll be. Probably south yeah. over the border. Oh, it will be. There's so I've many been... people coming north over well, the border. Well, it's funny you mention that because I'll actually be there in about a week and a half. Oh, going back to Mexico. Going back to Mexico. That's yes, why. Indeed. When this show is a value for value show, for me, it's paying for my dental work for Gene. It's paying to get him over the border. Uh, That's, that's a good point. And it's going to take probably another 26 years of episodes to pay for one airline ticket but yes yeah coach in the actually might just be the cost of if we get can get you into a large suitcase and get you on the plane Uh uh-huh uh-huh 
We do have two exactly. people to thank for. Well, I'm going to ask you. We have at least one person to thank for today. Okay. And our, our buddy Josh Mandel coming in with one two dot three four. Uh huh. Says unrelenting. This is a this is a different Josh. You know that. Yes, not Joshua the historian. This is Josh yeah, Mandel, is who was also exactly. you got him, you got him confused the last time. I did get him confused because I figured there's only one Josh that could possibly the world. listen to right, the listening show. to the show. He says for unrelenting. Tell Gene his universal basic income has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. nice. And how much did he donate? Uh, 12.34. One, two, three, four. Oh, wow. That's that is basic income. Now, uh, sir, truck driver. This is the one I wanted to ask you about because he came mm. in with a $25 spray and pray donation, which he likes to do for my shows. Mm-hmm. And he says, apply as you see fit. Keep up the good work. So mm-hmm. out of the 25, do you want the uh, five that would normally go to unrelenting or would you like to uh, just pass on that one? What? What do you mean? Well, he sent in $25 for all of my shows and said, oh, for all this. your shows. Any oh, you're splitting it five ways. Got it. And got I, it, I wasn't sure if you wanted this. So does he listen to this show or not? Because that's the so. question. I think he does because he's out there on well, the road. Then take the five bucks out then. <laughs> no, I think, I think, uh. I mean, it's not a hard question. If somebody says, here, just, I like your stuff. What, what, which of my stuff do you like? Right. That's which the follow-up one? question. I, okay, yeah. I really like your stuff. Do you, because otherwise you could just say, well, clearly what he really likes. It's a rock and roll pre-show and that's all. No. Random well, thoughts, like, I mean, all. that's another one that I was going to, yeah, I was going to say random thoughts, but uh, it's like, yeah, thanks for the random thoughts donation there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the big donations across all like, the shows. Ultimately, we want the same thing that I want on all, all these shows now, which is advertising. Tell somebody else about it. Yes. Get more listeners. That's the biggest thing you can do is just tell people that you enjoy listening to the show about nothing. It's okay if you don't. And enjoy they should it. Just as well. tell them you enjoy it. Well, that's why I just said, yeah, don't. That's the marketing. I, don't, I mean, I don't care what you actually, but if you tell them that you enjoy it, that's the important part. And then the second thing, and this is, I know a lot fewer people will do because it requires more effort. Leave a freaking review on either Google or Apple because they, whenever you go on a podcast in those two companies, uh, in their podcasting sections, you can actually leave a review and talk about how this show is literally the Seinfeld of podcasting. And if I promise, if enough people say that, then y'all won't have to donate any money ever because there'll be new people donating money who think say, this is hilarious. If you say that enough, we're going to get sued by Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Which, well, that might be just the kind of notoriety that we need to get big. That is true. Imagine how many people would want to check out the show. That's the Seinfeld of podcasting. Yeah, we need we need an Elaine. We need. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, you said you were more like a stanza. I mean, I was thinking more like Newman, but uh, I mean, I'll go along Fuck with the you. Climber. I'm more like Jerry. <laughs> I I am Jerry. God damn it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he was the kind that would impersonate a rabbi and go for a bunch of class. You're right. No, wait, well, no, but, that is more Costanza but, now that I think about it. George pretended to be a different religion. Well, he, he converted. Get he, a converted chick. Yes, he converted. To- yeah. Uh-huh. what was that he was uh something uh, it was latvian some weird Orc- or latvian yeah, yeah. orthodox yes latvian orthodox. <laughs> if there are exactly. anybody out there who happens to be latvian orthodox please there's no know. such thing there's literally no such thing but if it was on that show it's got to be real now which means yeah. somebody has started the latvian orthodox church 
Oh God. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we're, you know, look, money donations are always good. They make Darren smile because he lives in the basement and he doesn't get out much. True. I mean, I have to go to the dentist every couple of weeks, every couple of weeks. Oh my God. (laughs) What are you eating? Well, it's how this root canal thing was going on. It's like, okay, come on in. And then they do the root. Why would you go for a couple of weeks? That's nuts. Because uh, I don't, well, the root canal was the first appointment. The second appointment was fitting the crown and then putting a temporary mm-hmm. crown on. And in two weeks from that is the real crown will be there so they can put that. Now, one how much was your crown? The second appointment after the insurance was like 460 and the first one was like 160. So, so far we're a little over 600 into this, which if there was no insurance would be like well over three grand. Mm. So I had a crown done. About a year ago. Was it a human crown? COVID. Was it a human crown? I don't know. It's from my tooth. <laughs> and uh it was five ninety nine with no insurance. That doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Of course yep. there was no root canal. No root canal. No. I, I've had a root canal done once and in the process of doing the root canal, uh the dentist discovered there was a crack in the tooth and therefore it would not hold up for very long and so we just stopped to yank it out but that would make sense because i think that is the majority of the cost of the whole the, of root the whole canal, package probably. is the root canal procedure i mean it's really basically just drilling in your tooth and then putting in a little bit of plastic in there to seal it up yeah pulling out the well you have to get every last bit of the uh of the uh, root out and then you have to make sure mm-hmm. those canals are big enough for whatever gunk like you said plastic whatever they're pouring in there yeah, it's to fit because you uh, don't want to leave empty space in there. It is plastic because it has to shrink and expand with heat. Um, because if it doesn't expand or shrink, then your tooth would like blow up. Oh, that would be cool. Not really. I mean, you wouldn't feel anything because you you don't have a root in there that's live. But it would not be fun when you're take a drink of cold soda and your tooth goes <laughs> <laughs> explodes in your mouth. Uh huh. Shatters into a bunch of little pieces of tooth. I would like to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think once you have a, but either way, you do realize once you have a root canal, you got about ten years before the tooth falls out. Probably because they don't last without a nerve. So either you yank it out asap, or you pay somebody a few thousand bucks and then yank it out ten years later. Yank it, crank it, don't wake me up and thank it. And honestly, you may be, I mean, this is more expensive even, but it may be better off just to forget the root canal, just yank the tooth and then get an implant. Implants yeah. are way better than real teeth anyway. Hey, then you could chew through steel. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tune in next time to find out more on Unrelated. You could also get a, a, a diamond tooth. Ooh, now you sound like a yeah. Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> good old diamond Funny. tooth hey speaking of bond villains i hope y'all have been enjoying my cat videos that i've been posting there've been cat videos where on no agenda social what is that no agenda, no agenda social, social. Dot com. it's this thing that i believe is still open maybe it's full up already no it is you, you think can, it's full it's still they're still taking still new. open still you have taking to answer people. some questions though you have to be a no agenda fan you have to be a no agenda fan and you have to be a listener of this show or you have to have somebody that can tell you the answers to the questions. And you have to subscribe to the, to uh, Darren and my uh, profiles on there. Of course. It's a requirement if you join. 
and then donate donate boost do you've that got fun stuff. you've got about a quarter uh, that are on those in socials that are following you yeah you were breaking up a yeah. little there but we find i think we finally i know we've surpassed uh dame jennifer so i think we probably are second yeah. uh, or second only to john and adam on there uh, you by we you mean you yes yeah not you people don't yeah, like i'm you. not i'm not that far along but i think i'm not pretty damn close i don't think there are many people between you and me in terms of uh number of followers i'll make a post please everybody follow gene say yeah hi. that'd be a good post listen say to hi. dude named ben with gene no i don't care about that but listen uh, to definitely unrelenting. yeah well we'll have the new show up soon it's still almost ready buy some prepper goods and come back next friday and listen to us right here on a stream that hopefully won't be failing like it has been today with that we're out